is the e-commerce coffee break the podcast dedicated to shopify store owners who want to optimize their business for maximum conversions and revenue each week you're going to get actionable advice and hear from special guests talking about various topics on how to run a profitable business on shopify learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host klaus lauter and get e-commerce insights you can't google welcome to the show Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce coffee break. Today, I want to talk with you about how to increase conversions and retention and how to do that. So one way to do this is with reviews. And one way to do this is obviously you having the right app in there. Now, to getting a little bit deeper into the topic, I have Thomas Sadowski with me. He is the CEO of Optinu, and he's helping brands scaling with the power of reviews. So, hello, Thomas. How are you today? Hello. Thanks very much for having me here. I'm doing good. Yeah, all things considered. We're very busy getting ready for Shopify Unite in London. It's going to be some good stuff happening there. Tell me a bit of your background. What got you into e-commerce? What got you in app development? Sure. It's been a long time. I'm a fan of reading reviews before I make any sort of purchase. I'm that person who will spend a couple of days just scrolling through reviews, watching videos online before I buy a phone. It's always been on my mind. And then eventually at the end of the university, we had to do a project and mine was in reviews. And I decided to take it forward and build a company around it. And surely a few good years later, we managed to scale the team to over 15 people. And as of recent, we have been acquired by Shop Circle. So we're a part of a growing ecosystem of apps that where the point is that over the next few years, we'll basically be offering a whole suite of them to merchants and the review component is opinion, but that's where we are at right now. Okay. Now, obviously most merchants, most Shopify stores have one or the other review system in there. I don't think that most people really understand how important it is and how it has an impact on increasing conversions and also the average order value. So tell me, what do you think is missing out or what merchants are missing out when they're implementing review systems into their store, into their business? These days, people are actually starting to realize slowly that reviews are important. I noticed that when we were starting maybe in 2015, 16, that a lot of people weren't sure about reviews. But then people just got better educated. There was more educational content released. There were more studies done. And now everybody realizes that if you want to sell online, you need reviews. And if you want to get people to click on your links, you need them. If you want them to click on your app to cart, you need them. It's basically social proof. It's like you asking your friends, hey, is this restaurant good? Is your TV working well? But it's more of a social proof of the crowd, wider population. It's a crucial component. We've had some customers which just happened that they switched their theme on Shopify. And when switching the theme, sometimes some apps don't carry on. And it happened that our app got switched off and we had them coming to us and complaining, hey, my sales dropped by 70%, reviews are off, can you put them back in? And it just shows how important they are. We've seen the difference also when people started using reviews in email, in Google Organics, suddenly way more clicks. If they're using them in ads, suddenly way more click through. Their ads are doing better. Reviews are there to help you wherever you are presenting your product in whatever format, be it on your product page, be it in social media, be it in a newsletter. They give that social proof push for people to take 
action. So you might have a great converting page. You might have it designed perfectly in terms of the copy, the structure, but it's not going to convert as well without the social proof element. Talking about the product detail page, how should be the perfect layout for a review? So what kind of content, what kind of elements do you need to have with mm -hmm. a review? There is the psychology of how people look through reviews and especially when they land on the page. So the first thing that they will look at is the average amount of star. We tend to help our clients in, in optimizing their pages. And sometimes we see that people don't install the product to the stars under the title on the product page. And, so, and sometimes it happens that the main review section is way down below. So it's not present on your screen that you see at first. And if you don't have the stars, there's no suggestion that there are any reviews. And I'm not saying that everybody, but they will just look that the page doesn't have any. And some people might not even scroll all the way down to see, especially if they're new to your site. They don't know that reviews are at a specific height of the page. So that's the first element. You need to have those stars below the title. Then in terms of the review widget, when people look at it and think to yourself, you know, what do you do when you look at reviews? You want to see the first page. And so you see the first impression, then you very rarely go to the second one. It's just like with uh, Google search results, only the desperate go to the second page. And with reviews, there is this interesting behavior that we see the first page and then we want to see the worst reviews right after that. So we want to see what happens when things go wrong. And here is where we need to advise people the most because of that behavior, if you don't have any negative reviews on your product, because I'm not going to lie, there are plenty of merchants that curate reviews and they hide, even stupidly, literally, they hide one or two star reviews because uh, of their ego, you know, but uh, in the end, you are there to run a business and the best way to optimize for making the most sales, but also preventing returns because you don't want to buy, be having a situation where people buy your product and then return it a lot. You need those moderate three-star and the negative two and one-star reviews. I'm very passionate about it because there is a lot of pushback from the merchants. I have the same experience. If you come to a store and they only have five-star reviews, you are going to question how legitimate these reviews are. So there is no business where from time to time you don't have an unhappy customer who is going mm -hmm. to vent on your review. So you're quite right. So you should have the negative in there. And it's always more transparent overall. Now, a lot of businesses are not only selling on their online store, they might have reviews also on other platforms on Amazon on I don't know where. So how do you deal with this? Is there a way to funnel them together? Yes, correct. That's one of the things that we offer to our merchants. If you happen to sell across different channels, we allow you to port those reviews from Amazon into Shopify. And we see a lot of success that our clients have by bringing those because it prevents you from that cold start. If you're opening a store in Shopify and you want to start selling there more, you know, you're lacking that social proof. We kind of help you kickstart that channel. What's the minimum number of reviews someone should have on a product detail page. Another interesting bit of behavior that we have here. So if you have none, that's obviously the worst. Then between five and 10, that's not too good, but you already start seeing some influence of those reviews that they have, but it's still not enough. Over 30, that's where the benefits of having reviews really starts kicking in because it allows people to judge that you have enough reviews for them to consider that it's basically enough if it had 10 or 20 more, because basically the volume is too small for them to form an informed opinion. 
And then an interesting thing happens when you go into hundreds or thousands. Let's say you have a collection of products and one of them has 30 reviews and the other has 5,000. That product that has 5,000 reviews, those reviews also suggest the volume of sales, so the popularity. And when I go to a shop to buy protein powder, I will more likely go for the one with thousands of reviews because it suggests that a lot of people are buying it. That's in terms of the count. So two elements that we discussed already. You need to have a good balanced mix of reviews. And then if you go into thousands, it shows it's popular. Okay. Now a brand new merchant or somebody who is just moving from brick and mortar or whatsoever over into online, what's the best way to collect reviews? How do you reach out to past customers or get them from other systems in your system. And there are multiple different ways. And for the only review app that covers more than for the first two that are most popular are post-purchase email. You can design a whole flow and that's a whole probably 10 or 20 minutes conversation just on how to design this email flow that converts, by which I mean, how do you ask people to get reviews? Because the review leaving rate is about 5%. So out of 100 people, only five will leave your review. But yeah, like I said, conversation for a different time. Then you can send them an SMS if you have a way of interacting them via text. And we provide that. And lastly, you can try. So if you are in charge of your packaging, you can integrate the review app and our app does it with your order printer. So you can add this little QR code and the link on your packaging slip. So when somebody receives the item, they open it up and there's this little car saying, hey, look, you're going to get a 10% discount if you leave a review, just scan this QR code and go ahead. So there are many different ways of doing that, but those are basically the three main ones. You've got the email, SMS and printed requests. So that's what we help. And obviously, if you can, you import them to kickstart your sales, because in the end, if you want to gather a lot of reviews, you need a lot of orders and you're not going to get a lot of orders without the reviews. So it's a chicken and egg problem, right? Any way that you can get this initial critical mass. Now reviews, as you said, user generated content, you want to probably have also photos, maybe video. I mean, the more you get out of your client, the better it is. Or do you motivate them to go as far as getting their phone out and make a photo? Just by asking them to leave a review, that's already asking for quite a lot because the person, they've already paid for the products, but they paid for the product. You're asking for an extra action to take, which is leaving the review. They leave a review. How do you incentivize them to leave a photo? You can offer them a coupon that is conditional only on adding a photo or video that review. And in our particular case, we can even have it so that uh, Opinion sends an extra email. If they didn't add a photo, they, they'll get an extra email saying, hey, look, if you've left your review, thank you. But as a special thanks, if you could please add a photo to it, you're going to get an even better coupon. Those are some of the ways and the best way of optimizing this, because uh, if you offer a coupon, you increase that rate by almost twofold. So from about four or 5% to even 10. Where do you put your coupon, your testimonials, your reviews? What's the best areas on your store to show them? It depends on where you are on the store. So if you're on the homepage, people are, your visitors are in the frame of mind of judging your entire store. And therefore you should put the reviews, you should select reviews that are specific to the entire shop. So showing your customer service, showing the experience with the delivery, those kind of things. If you're on the product page, those are product reviews. And here you need to optimize if you can for showing the best quality reviews up top. Like I said, people will look only on the first page, mostly. 
over 95% of them will. So the content that they see at first is the most important. And there are only two companies in e-commerce that can optimize that at scale without having to have a whole bunch of people who do manual work of selecting the best quality reviews. And I don't mean the five-star reviews. The best quality review is the one that will show you the experience of somebody using that product in a well-written, clear-to-read way that shows you, okay, those are the certain features of the product. This is my experience with it so that you can make an informed decision. And the two companies that do it are Amazon and Opinio. So we're the only company in the space that managed to crack that code of showing the best reviews up top. We use it to see quite a lot of success with doing so. And we're talking about 50% better results compared to sorting by the recent reviews in terms of placing the reviews on the product page. There are a few other places. If you want to help people judge your store as a whole, you can also use the so-called all reviews page, put it in the navigation bar so that people can easily access it. Something similar to that, again, is a widget that you can put in the footer. You'd be surprised how often people go down to the footer because that's where most of the time is your delivery policy. The returns policy. And so when they are looking through those pages down there at the bottom, it is beneficial for you to include this general overall rating of the store to put this idea into their mind, okay, and associate good store rating with delivery, with returns. Those would be the most important bits in terms of where you place the reviews, how you place them. 100% agree. I do a lot of screen recordings. I watch a lot of screen recordings on Hotjar, Lucky Orange, and all of these tools on stores. And I'm always surprised how many people come to a store, specifically on mobile devices. Before they do anything, they scroll immediately down to the footer. I was like, okay, what are they looking for? So the footer is actually quite important to get this right. You mentioned Amazon, just you're the expert, and I just want to get your take on that. I usually recommend that the stars should be exactly the Amazon yellow color code. Of course, people have this connection. Mm -hmm. Is that something you would support or do you say, no, it can be any kind of color? I don't have the data to confirm it, so I can't say anything. I guess it's a valid suggestion but I can't back it with any data. What we tell our merchants is, look, you can go for the typical yellow, the standard that people are used to seeing across whole e-commerce. Stars historically always have been this yellow, or like you said, the Amazon yellow. But there's another way of thinking that it's not like we recommend this. There's two ways, either yellow or you match it to your store theme. So if let's say you have a high-end clothing brand or a clothing store, it might look better. Their stores are always that minimalistic look and stars being yellow, they break that look so sometimes they choose whatever is your minimalistic look is mostly black then you go for with black stars or any other color that matches your colors okay two schools of thought not backed by any concrete numbers so i can't tell so how long does it take to integrate and to get trained on optinu there what's the time usually for implementation the initial implementation is very quick actually if you just want to get your reviews, migrate from another system, and then set up your automation flow, import the reviews and put the widgets on. It takes probably half an hour, not more. Just to put widgets to, the, to display any anything on the page is really five minutes from installation. We've got most of those functions automated, so you don't need to involve yourself into manual 
code changes and our importing system is pretty straightforward. You don't need to do manual work. There are bulk options to import lots of reviews. Same with uh, requesting automation. We've got a basic and advanced. So depends how custom and how polished and how many different features you want to involve. Or if you, let's say, want to involve Playview in the entire mix and other integrations. But if you're really that advanced, we have a white glove service that we offer with our customer success manager and we can help you set it up over a meeting with you and pretty much according to your specification, we do it for you. Okay. Give me a bit of idea about the pricing. How is that structured? We're pretty affordable. So you can roll on the free plan with obviously limited features, but if you're just starting, it's more than enough. And then in terms of paid plans, we range from 19 to 399. We cover a whole range. If you're a small and medium-sized store, you can definitely afford it. But if you're an enterprise client, you can be sure that you will get that white glove service, dedicated servers, custom reporting, all of that, and all the integrations that the app can offer. Okay. Do we have one golden nugget that you would throw in for someone who wants to really optimize and squeeze the most out of reviews? Use them everywhere that you show your product. And you'll be fine. Even if the reviews aren't the top most quality, as long as in any place that you present your product, even on a leaflet that uh, you hand out, because maybe sometimes people have those pop-up stores, even on your leaflets, in your email, on your website, on your ads. If you can put the reviews, you can put that social proof, do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm agree with you. Don't underestimate the power of reviews. It definitely makes a huge difference on the bottom line mm. and will show in conversions and in revenue at the end of the day. Cool. Where can people find more about you? You can go to opinion.com. That's O-P-I-N-E-W dot com to find more about the app. And if you're interested in the entire portfolio of our family of apps, you can go to shopcircle.co, which I welcome you to do so. Okay, I will put the links in the show notes that people can reach you with one click. Cool, Thomas, thanks so much for this overview. I think there was a lot of insight in there to make the most out of reviews and hopefully people will go ahead and try your app and then get the most out of it. Thanks so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Hey, Klaus here. Before you go, I would like to invite you to become part of the e-commerce Merchant Pro community to get actionable advice from other Shopify merchants who already have achieved what you are aiming for. Our community is a safe place to actively grow your online retail business with the support of the most amazing and helpful group of e-commerce entrepreneurs behind you. Running a Shopify business is tough. Don't do it alone. Join us now. It's free. You will find the link in the show notes. Also, If you think your online store has conversion or marketing issues and you would like to have a fresh set of eyes on your business, then drop me an email at klaus at klauslauter.com and let me know a little bit about your business. It might be beneficial for you to have me look over your store, offers, emails and ads and get an unbiased outside perspective and guidance to help you make most of your online business. And finally, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review in the app that you're listening so that I can get bigger and more impactful guests on the podcast. Thank you as always for tuning in today. I appreciate you until next time and I talk to you soon.